Good morning, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Monday, February 8th. I uh, hope that you had a marvelous weekend. I hope if you were anywhere near this polar vortex uh, that I'm experiencing, you were able to stay inside much of the weekend and uh, stay warm. Um, So, brothers and sisters, we are going to continue through Mark's gospel, at least today. But here's what I want to put out to you. Uh, the uh, first reading is starting with Genesis today. So it's doing the first creation story, only about half the first creation story today. Genesis 1, starting at verse 1 and going through verse 19. But it's doing the first four days of creation. I'm sure tomorrow we'll do the um, next three days of creation. Um, and then I'm sure it's going to go into the second creation story and then the fall. and uh, And then walk us through Noah and get us to Abram and all those things. Genesis is a marvelous book. If you would like me to be going through Genesis instead of the gospel for a while, let me know. Uh, Just email me at my email address, which I'll give you here. It is pdjozank. PD is in uh, parish director. PD, and then my name, J-O-E, last name Z as in zebra, E. N is in Nancy K, so pdjozank at gmail.com. If you would like to go through Genesis instead of the Gospels, and I'm sure this would be for a while, probably a few weeks, let me know. And if I get, you know, if there's one or two, I'm not going to do that probably. But if I get a significant amount that say, yeah, Joe, let's go and study Genesis and look at those, I'm open to that. It's so marvelous. So um, I'm putting it out there to the people. But today, we're going to go through Mark, uh, Mark chapter 6, verses 53 to 56. So let's break open God's Word together. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. After making the crossing to the other side of the sea, Jesus and his disciples came to land at Gennesaret and tied up there. As they were leaving the boat, people immediately recognized him. They scurried about the surrounding country and began to bring in the sick on mats to wherever they heard he was. Whatever villages or towns or countryside he entered, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might touch only the tassel on his cloak, and as many as touched it were healed. My friends, the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Now, let's set the stage for this reading today, my friends. Uh, And that is, remember, on Friday we left off that we heard the story of John the Baptist's death and Herod's jealousy and Herod's um, lack of courage. Um, But before that, on Thursday, the disciples were sent out two by two. Well, had we read Saturdays, the disciples uh, came back together and Jesus took them off to a quiet place together. Uh, and just to remember, it's it's kind of that going out and then recharging, uh, going out and recharging. And it was a time of recharge, so they, they went off on their own. But they couldn't get off on their own. Uh, the people went ahead. They saw where they were going on the boat. They went ahead, and Jesus' heart was moved with pity for them. So what do you do? Had we continued, we skipped a couple of Mark readings. Um, he fed the 5,000 in between that time. And then, again, 
uh, he went off to recharge his batteries and pray, sent the uh, disciples out by boat, and then he walked on water to them. So this is where we pick up after that. Disciples have come back from their going out two by two, feeding the 5,000, needing regeneration, uh, and he does that in prayer, walking on the water, and he gets to the disciples. So the first thing that happens here is they land in Genesaret again. Why is this important? Because, my friends, it takes us back to last Monday's reading, doesn't it? Remember last Monday, we read that they land on the other side. Now, this would be the east side of the Sea of Galilee, which is Gentile territory. It's the, city, the, the Decapolis, the ten cities. It's where they met the man who was filled with a legion of demons and living out among the tombs, and no chain could restrain him. That was the, the land of Gennesaret. And remember what happened after they healed him and he went into the swine, so that's how we know it's Gentile territory as well. Um, they begged him to leave. They didn't want him around. But the one whom, they, whom Jesus healed wanted to follow him. And Jesus said, no, no. You go and tell others about what has happened to you. And so the rest got in the boat, went and did their thing. They went out on mission, fed the 5,000, did a whole lot of healings, lots of good things. Now they're coming back. For us, it's only a week. For them, it may have been months. We don't know. Let's say it was. But they came back months later. And this, my friends, is the fruit of what the demonic who had been healed has laid. Jesus comes back to this region and, and listen to what they said. After making the crossing to the other side of the sea, Jesus and his disciples, sorry, I'm just so excited, I'm reading fast. Jesus and his disciples came to a land at Gennesaret and tied up there as they were leaving the boat. So immediately upon disembarking, people immediately recognized him and they scurried about the surrounding country and began to bring the sick in on mats to wherever they heard he was. These were the people who begged him for economic reasons to leave. And now they know who he is. Why? Because of one person. The work of the one who went out and laid the seed. We don't see the demoniac here anymore. My friends, he is only in, in the reading that we heard last week. He goes off and he connects people to Jesus Christ so that the next time Jesus comes, they rush out to see him. And when they see him, they scurry about and bring to him other people that need to see him. Isn't that how it goes? My friends, we are in a year this year of St. Joseph, the ultimate person who is in the background. This last weekend, I just celebrated uh, a Sikh conference here at our three linked parishes uh, in New Holstein. And it was wonderful. And yet there were so many background people that decorated the environment to, to create this beautiful space in which we prayed um, that we never knew who they were. But yet here people walk in to this environment. We had numerous individuals who sponsored uh, a snack or a meal that all of a sudden this 
food showed up or these snacks showed up or this wine showed up. And nobody knew who did it, who paid for it, and then it was gone. And, and numerous groups who sponsored meals, and all of a sudden the meals showed up and fed us, and they were gone. And these people were in the background connecting us to these things. And yet, they blessed us, and then they were gone. I mean, that's exactly what St. Joseph, I think, is the ultimate icon of that, isn't he? In the background. And, and what did he do? He helped raise Jesus Christ. We know who Joseph was, not because of him, but because of his son that tells us who Joseph was and how he must have been to those people around him. And here we see a background person in the, uh, in the, the demoniac, the healed demoniac. We never see him again, but here's what we know he did. He prepared the seed he planted it. He prepared the ground so that when Jesus came back, they immediately rushed to him. My friends, it's a lot more fun sometimes to be in the front, isn't it? To get the accolades, to have people look at us and say, great job, look at you. Look at the good you are doing. That strokes our ego. It feels good. But my friends, I think God much, much more often invites us to be the demoniac. Now, that sounds terrible. <laughs> he doesn't invite us to be a demoniac. He invites us to be into the role of the healed demoniac who prepares the ground and who isn't there himself. But when Jesus comes, the people know. And isn't that it? He invites us to be Joseph. He invites us to be these people at the conference. He invites us to play the role of background and preparers so we connect to Jesus. Remember, that's our priestly role. We are connectors. We are connectors. And, and, and this is the fruit. This is the fruit. It's so good. Last thing I want to say, uh, today is an optional feast day, which means we could have read different readings. Um, but it's the feast of St. Josephine Bakita. Uh, you may never have heard her name, uh, but I have a, a love for her. And, and it's very small what I know of her. Um, but I'm just, uh, let me tell you a little bit of her, about her story. Josephine was, was uh, born mid, so I want to say it was 1869 in uh, the South Sudan region. So that's the, what we know as the Darfur region today. And by the age of seven, at the age of seven, she was kidnapped and brought into slavery. So what we would call today human trafficking, which, by the way, still happens. Um, different, well, it still happens. Um, and at seven years old, she was kidnapped and, uh, and trafficked as a slave and went in the region of Sudan to various uh, owners. And eventually she landed into the owner of an Italian uh, gentleman, who, when he went back to Italy, took Josephine with him. And she was in the, you know, uh, upper teens at this point, let's say 18, 19. And she was to be a babysitter for um, uh, a friend of this gentleman. And she was taking this person whom she was watching to her catechumen classes, her catechetical uh, training 
and that was there at the age of 19 or so that Josephine was introduced and fell in love with the Catholic faith. And at the age of 20, she was baptized into that faith. Well, shortly thereafter, the family was going to go back to Sudan, but because of her newfound faith uh, and her uh, what that gave her, the freedom. Remember we talked about the freedom of St. John the Baptist last Friday and the freedom of Mother Jones to tell the truth. They weren't enslaved by, by what others thought. Um, this, her baptism, gave Josephine the freedom to say, no, she wasn't going to go back. Slavery was illegal in Italy. And so it went to the courts. Ultimately, it went to the, to the uh, local bishop, and she was declared free. And so she... Um, became a, a sister uh, in an Italian order, and just for the next 50 years of her life um, was the person at the door welcoming people and um, embroidered and sewed and cooked for the community. But this is the quote that, uh, with which I fell in love with uh, St. Josephine, and it's this. Now remember, this is coming from somebody who spent the first 13 years, starting at age 7, in slavery. And she says this, I am definitively loved, and whatever happens to me, I am awaited by this love, and so my life is good. Let me say that again. This person who didn't experience love at all, who experienced the scars of her masters in her early life, come to came to know who her real master was. And this is what she said, I am definitively loved. And whatever happens to me, I am awaited by this love. And therefore, my life is good. She knew her lover awaited her. My friends, do you know? Do you know that? And that's a knowing that doesn't stay in the head, does it? It's a knowing of the heart. Do you know? that you are definitively loved. And no matter what is happening to you in this world today, that's the smaller stuff. That's the smaller stuff. No matter what we're going through today, that's, let's, let's remember the ground of our being is that we are loved and we are awaited by this lover. And therefore, our lives are good. Our lives are good. This comes to us from a woman who was enslaved and found her freedom in her baptism. May we find that freedom in our baptism and find that lover who uh, definitively cares for us and waits for us. Let's pray. And uh, we bring our uh, intentions to that one who loves us so greatly as we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The first glorious mystery, Jesus rises from the dead. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. St. Josephine Bakita, pray for us. My friends, bless you. Thanks for uh, being present today. And uh, blessings on the rest of your day. And I look forward to us being together again tomorrow. God's peace.